In 2010, I co-founded a company called Startup Grind with one goal, inspiring, educating, and connecting every entrepreneur on the planet. Today, Startup Grind is now in 125 countries and has millions of members. Along the way, I found the most powerful marketing tool of all time, customer-to-customer marketing. C2C marketing empowers your greatest ambassadors, your customers, to evangelize your brand and grow your community. This is a podcast we wish we'd had when we started building our community a decade ago. Each episode, we talk to the brightest minds and companies on the planet to learn how they build their community and empower their customers. I'm your host, Derek Anderson, and this is the C2C Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is John Fry, the producer for the C2C Podcast. I'll be stepping in for Derek on this episode. I'm excited to have our next guest, Rachel McBrarty, who is the Chief Customer Officer at Lean Data. In today's episode, we will talk about why she has advocated so much for community as a C-level executive. We'll cover how she aligns the community mission with the company's purpose, their large conference that they're taking online, and how to utilize your community to create an entirely new category. Take a listen. Rachel, could you describe what Lean Data is and what you do in your role as Chief Customer Officer? Sure, great. Thanks for having me on today. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, Lean Data provides a market-leading revenue operations platform for accelerating revenue growth and efficiencies for B2B companies. So we really stand at the center of Salesforce CRM. Our solutions can allow us to orchestrate and automate the go-to-market processes and help revenue teams close deals faster and drive revenue faster. Um, So some of our products are lead to account matching and routing, uh, engagement, and marketing attribution. As CCO, I lead the organizations that's responsible ultimately for our customer success, as well as the net retention of of the customer base. So roles in my org include solution consultants, professional services, customer success, support training, and customer marketing, which is where our community lives. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you you explain, uh, your community is called OpStars. Can you explain what that is and how exactly Lean Data supports it and ties into it? So yeah, OpStars is a community brings together marketing, sales, customer and revenue operations professionals to address the problems we have in the inefficiencies and go-to-market operations. It's really to help ops pros to improve the revenue for their company as well as build their careers. So we facilitate best practices, career development, networking, really on a wider industry level. Um, Our goal is to really build advocates and supporters for the category we call revenue operations, which is a new way of aligning these different roles in their silos um, to better improve processes uh, and get to that revenue faster. Yeah, so talk to me about that because it's it's always, I think, the most interesting when you, you're creating not just a community, but a new term, uh, revenue operations, as you called it. What's your experience been kind of creating that that category and, you know, aligning the community to, you know, help help create that category? Yeah, no, I think that's a that's an interesting part of this journey, which this was started before I joined Lean Data. I joined a little over a year and a half ago, um, and so that yes, that community is separate from what we call our Lean Data user community. Right. Um, and so yeah, we took did take that approach to build an industry community focused broader than the problem that we solve as a company and to serve an audience that's larger than our customer base. So if that community if a community is about supporting users, we're defining those users at an industry wide focus. So OpStars is focused on fostering, you know, the the advancement of those RevOps, but also bringing together analysts, any product or services organizations in the space who serve our audience. We've even included our competitors in here. And we organize and run these events and programs and are a significant sponsor. But we do get a lot of support. We have lots of sponsorships and support from others. 
And I can talk to you too uh, as we go a little bit about you know why we we did this and and where we're taking it. Absolutely. And and at first, I'd actually love to touch on um, the community mission um, because you've you know very closely aligned it with the company purpose. How are you able to? How did you go about doing that? And how would you suggest other communities and brands uh, do the same? You know, I think of uh, start with I think of purpose right as the outward facing focus of what we do for others. Right. The mission describes how. Um, but purpose is is really a, a, the, the what and why we're doing it. So the OpSource community is designed to be in service of our company's purpose and mission. So our purpose at Lean Data is to enable everyone to grow as an OpStar. And our mission or how we do that is by helping to improve the revenue processes by improving how data is managed and activities are managed. But, you know, we had, as we, we thought about this, we, we really had a problem and a challenge as a company where our co-founders had created something new and people weren't searching for how to do these improvements. So we weren't able to deliver on our mission, right? We had a solution that didn't fit in any category. Right. Those revenue process deficiencies across marketing sales and CS ops was a brand new problem. So it's kind of a classic challenge for new innovators that, that face you know, low search if their problem is a brand or their solution is a brand new one. And you have a few competitors. Uh, you don't have press or media coverage. You might have a marginalized buyers. They don't have a company that's really paid attention to them. I mean, think ops. I always think of poor ops folks. They're like behind the scenes working their butts off, right? Right, <laughs> so right. A bunch of people kind of get it, but a large population doesn't. So, you know, really where, you know, long story short of how do we align that to the purpose? When, when we have these challenges, we realize that, you know, to solve them is you needed to create that category. And OpStars was that community that was established out of that necessity sort of to create a larger category just so we could deliver on our purpose and mission. So that's why we started that industry organization separate from any single company, but absolutely aligned. And we are, we think of ourselves sort of as a subset of a solution to that bigger industry problem. Yeah. And I think, I think it's important to call out, you know, a lot of people when they're, you know, trying to push a new innovation, a new category, like you said, like there's no specific press outlets for it. There's like the the channels and outlets aren't really built for it. And you know, some people might say, "Oh, you know, we can you can turn to ads or something where you can get a quicker turnaround." Whereas community is obviously going to be much longer lasting, but it's uh, a lot more, you know, elbow grease uh, uh, to get started. Could you kind of speak to that, like? getting that initial traction with with the community and just kind of like getting in those initial stages uh, enough momentum to carry it forth and eventually have it, you know, gain traction on its own. Yeah, I think it's fun. You have to have a lot of patience because it does take time to nurture. And while we're going into year five, um, and it did start in a restaurant, right? Small group. Right. It really is building that momentum over time. So we start to build that recognition of the brand, start to get folks into the fold. And you know it, where it's it's developing too. I think you have to think about it. The community isn't just those that target audience, the attendees, right? It's really building up and getting analysts to get on board with understanding this problem. That takes time. You think it, it took a while before RevOps, which really kind of hit last year. RevOps as a category where serious decisions and Topo and others were, you know, rallying around it. It it took. It, it takes time and you really have to get those folks on board as well. So community is bigger than the constituents. It's it's also, you know, seeing momentum and pulling together other, uh, say, technology companies in the space that solve in the same problem and kind of coming together to say, hey, we can create, you know, collective solutions around this problem. 
Um, and that, that does take time to, to kind of build and coalesce that for sure. But the payoff is, is obviously huge, right? The success where we have created this new category. Um, uh, Topo just came out with a new market guide to lead to account matching and routing, and that wasn't even considered a market category. And you know, so we're super excited. We can see the progress and it sort of reached this really exciting tipping point. And now it starts to work for you, right? Now you can participate in it. It kind of builds on itself. You say there's going to be an event and, you know, we're getting signups before you even put the first prospectus out. But that did take some time and nurturing. But you do have to think about it, you know, as, as bringing together a bunch of constituents who can help you to build it. Absolutely. And, you know, I think particularly you being in a C-level position, not, you know, not every uh, C-level executive gets community as intuitively as you do and the understanding of, you know, how it takes time and that kind of thing. What would you suggest other C-level executives do? How should they, you know, look at community um, and what should they do in those initial stages to do exactly what you've done and kind of build that momentum? Well, and I think it comes back to the question you asked me earlier, which is when you think about you know, building on your purpose or what it is that your goal is. I think any C-level executive has to take a look at what is it that the business needs. We started with a big industry event because we had to drive the category, because people weren't searching and they didn't know what who we were, what we did. You know, so I think you have to start with what, where is your business at and what is, what is the reason why you need to bring folks together. You know, because on the other side of it, we are now just building our own lean data user community, right? So it's, you know, ultimately it's, it's uh, building those relationships between your customers or your customers' employees, or even in our case, you know, the industry. But I think any exec needs to take a look at what are those important relationships and support to build and then providing the tools, right, that the, the users need to power them. And community for me is much more than, you know, it, you know, I think a lot of times you think about community as sort of that online online community where you've got all the you know, questions and you're fostering answers. But, you know, for me, it's much broader than that. Community is really, you know, that's that's a, one area in which you can bring people together, but it's events, it's meetups, it's experts exchanging, you know, information. So as an exec thinks about it, um, they really need to think about what are all of the different ways in which they can bring those users together to support them. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's basically you just stated the thesis of this podcast. And, you know, if you, if you think about the the depth of an interaction of someone going to an event, you know, they get in their car, they drive 30 minutes and they sit in a room for three hours staring at your logo versus, you know, attending a webinar for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Uh, just just the depth of the interaction that you have with people and then the affinity that builds from it is just so much more powerful when you do things like that. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm super big on, uh, on measuring things as well. You're not just doing it out of the goodness of your heart, right? Engagement does drive loyalty. It does improve the bottom line. We have an engagement product, so I'm lucky I get to use that. But we see the proof point of those customers that are engaging with us across any of these touch points. Um, they are the ones that buy more and stay, mm-hmm. right? They're, we are seeing now, we've, so part of our approach to how we're building our lean data community now that we're sort of like, okay, we think it's time, right? The company's at a big enough point. Um, we are seeing that our customers do need places to come engage with us. We happen to have capabilities that are very flexible and can be supported 
you know, support broadly many use cases. So tips and tricks between customers is something they really want, as well as 50% of our tickets are all about help. I mean, we're kind of at a point where it's like, okay, we do need to facilitate this community or this right. business in a new way, right? So that's our sort of business case and inflection point. But it's really safe. So we have an online space. You know, we, we're using Zendesk's community. We launched it, but nobody comes to it, right? So that's the, like, you can put the technology out there. So what we're doing is we're really thinking about, and customer marketing is in my organization because I do believe that customer marketing is about to go through a huge transformation. I think it's, you know, especially now as everyone's leaning into the customer, I think customer marketing is going to, there's going to be some innovation and a necessity there. But we do believe that the way that we market and keep customers is by educating them. So we launched certifications this year and, uh, that we had that offline, we were doing physical, you know, certification classes and tests, and we were forced to bring them online. We're now running them every other week and they sell out. So now we're building our community of certified users. They are now forming expert hours and meetups and coming together. So it's kind of an exclusive group. And now we're moving some of that online. So to your point, like it does take time and you have to think about how do you kind of ignite that base. I think once you get to a certain point, it starts to take off on its own. Absolutely. But you kind of have to feed it and facilitate it. And so, you know, we're coming at it from that, the perspective of starting with the education certification and getting into the the group as sort of the VIPs. Uh, So we'll see where it goes from here, but that's where we're on in our lean data community journey which is still in its very nascent stages. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like the good signs. I mean, you look at uh, communities like Atlassian's or Salesforce's Trailblazer, like mm-hmm. very similar starts where like Trailblazers as, uh, as well has, you know, those certifications and, you know, deep deeper means of engagement. And it's those people, you know, the super users, if you will, that are the ones that are, you know, like you said, organizing these meetups and kind of galvanizing and trying to get people together. So definitely sounds like it's uh, all the right things are happening, it sounds like. And I'm also curious about, you know, your uh, larger conference uh, for OpStars. Obviously, you know, COVID has changed everything. And you mentioned a little bit of that. How have you looked at taking the OpStars conference uh, online? Yeah, we are going to do the virtual, unlike many others before us who've decided we're going virtual. We've been, we've been thinking about what to do with OpStars, too, and expand it anyway um, before COVID hit. So we were, of course, going to do our in-person event because it's... it's um, I mean, it's just such a great, vibrant right. uh, community that's there. Before I started at Data, I secret shopped our, the Opstars two years ago, and I was just blown away by just that, that group of folks coming together. Um, so we want to bottle that up, right? We want to make that transition to do more digitally. We are going to have the, the big event in October. We also have other things we do, like we have an Opstars award. We do a revenue ops survey. So all these things to be able to continue to bring content to the teams. Um, we want to do more smaller uh, sessions. We did a, a rock stars from Opstars, stars, like you know, <laughs> two hour event. And yeah. Got Great name. So much attention. Yeah. So really, I think, you know, the, the, we all want to get these big events and people to come. But, you know, as I've been doing, having a lot of conversations around that, people are finding that attendees might come and do a session or two and then watch stuff later, right? We don't sit for eight hours at, at a virtual event. Yeah. And so we're thinking about, you know, really it's, it's about delivering that content and education in a new way. And it might not all be around a day or two, but then how do we also programmatically get folks together around certain topics? Um, we're also just, you know, how do you, how do you create networking online? Um, Gainsight, I just attended a Gainsight CXO 
event. And I thought they did a fabulous job because they put us into breakout groups around topics. It was just a handful of us, but it was real. I didn't think it was going to be effective. It was extraordinarily effective. I've met new people. We're still communicating. So I think there's some really, be some great innovation coming out of, again, this necessity that's been created to bring people together in new ways that you know, I would have never maybe met, you know, a couple of folks in different geographies if we hadn't been able to do it virtually. So I'm excited to kind of explore and see what's happening in these trends of, of networking digitally. And we're going to try a lot of things out this year. Absolutely. And um, earlier you mentioned, uh, you know, on the metrics and kind of tying back to the business case. I'm curious, what are, you know, as much as you're uh, allowed to share, what are, uh, you know, those different types of metrics and things that you use to, you know, also prove the business case of all the community activities that you're doing? Yeah, I think for, for Opstars, we look at um, the event itself. We want to make sure that we're growing the base and we're getting engagement. We want to make sure that our sponsors are getting the value they feel out of it. Um, for us as a sponsor, we obviously look at the leads that we get mm-hmm. and the revenue we generate. Did that event actually pay off for us? So it's important for us that we want to create an event where everybody gets their, feels they get their investment and worth out of it. So we look at it from that perspective. Our user community right now is really basic. Um, there's a lot of folks who are much more advanced than we are. I'm just looking at how do I you know, reduce the number of tickets that folks are answering around the help? Right. Um, how do we increase and get customers together and creating some of the content as we relaunched our help center and everything? So it's pretty, pretty basic, but you know, at the end of the day, it is a cost-saving measure to reduce those tickets. Absolutely. And it is like the beginning nascent stages of it as well. So I'm sure yeah, things absolutely. will be added as it goes on. But I think you do have to have things you measure. I, I yeah. you know, Even if they're soft, you do have to have things that you have the team striving to achieve because you will, you will get there faster if you're setting those milestones, even if they're soft at the outset. Absolutely. And how are you approaching, you know, the future of, you know, the user community and all the community uh, activities, but specifically that um, in regards to, you know, tying back to the business case, but it's just in general, like, you know, growing and making sure the community is, is healthy. I would like to see more on a little bit more online engagement from our community. You know, I think we're doing a great job with pulling together sessions and facilitated sessions. I also think it's key to get employees involved. So in all of our expert sessions, our, mm. you know, expert employees are part of and facilitate that. So I think that's really where the magic happens too, right? When you, you, you galvanize your employee base. So what I don't see enough happening is, is where can we get more interactions with our customers and in through either that, you know, the digital or answering those questions or going to the help center or pinging us in that form rather than, than opening the tickets or just emailing everybody. Um, so I'm going to be looking to see that we can make that happen because I think that's going to be, you know, a richer experience than a one-to-one in an email or a ticket. It's such a brilliant idea because, you know, a lot of the, you know, user group communities that do these events online in, in IRL, they're always looking for content. What's the topic of the event going to be? And here you are with a plethora of experts, you know, all already working for the company. Yes. So I think it's a great utilization of, of having the employees be the people. Yeah. And that's, I think when you talk about purpose, and I love that you asked me that question, because I am really, I really have a, a passion for making sure that you have a North Star and that everybody understands why you're here and what we're trying to do. Um, and I think that that the purpose also has to employ apply to your employees if it's going to really be meaningful. So we want to make everyone in our company an Opstar 
they are always on the front lines. They see a ton of different things across the customer base and they should be a part of the community as well in a meaningful sense. So that's super um, important. And I think it also gets them much more excited about what they do because you know, most folks that are on the front lines in customer success or professional services are there because they really do get excited about helping people and helping, you know, helping their customers. So it's just another way, another outlet for them other than their, you know, the, maybe their day job, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So as we come to a close, there's a question we like to ask all the guests. Uh, What is a community that you love and why do you love it? Could be, you know, another community like yours, something for fun. I do, I do like, you know, as an executive, I think it's, it's, I don't engage a lot in as much as I used to in actively in communities or contributing to content, which maybe I should, but that's why I like, I do like how Gainsight brings folks together. I think they do a great job of engaging CXOs with the right, they have some VIP programs and networking events so that you're getting to the right people. Another uh, sort of community that, again, this is not an online, like digital um, Survey Monkey, uh, Christine Reimer is running uh, some meetup groups, and I think she's doing an amazing job of bringing CX folks together on an ongoing basis. And I think she's, you know, you talk about content, she does surveys ahead of time. Of course, it's Survey Monkey, um, but uses that as the format to kind of figure out what it is the topics that are top of mind. So I think she's doing a fantastic job, and I've attended some of her meetups. Um, I also monitor like MSP. I do keep an eye on communities. Um, some communities just see, you know, what is what are what are things and trends happening just from a CXO perspective. I don't want to miss something that our organization should be doing. But for me, it's yeah, it's it's that you know where I can have that selective touch is is works best for a CXO. Awesome, love all of those. Uh, well, Rachel, thank you so much for an extremely informative episode. Uh, thanks for being on. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to this. If you'd like to see more about how to create your own event community, go to bevylabs.com slash pod. That's B-E-V-Y-L-A-B-S dot com slash pod.